Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Goyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Welcome. Today we are going to be looking into several points,、um, basically lung one to lung six. We're going to start with the first point, lung one, Zhonghu. Zhonghu means the residence of the middle or the central treasury. And there is an interesting story about this point because when you look at a lot of the classics, you will see that many of these lung points very closely tied to the spleen earth element. So, as part of this name Zhongfu, it also really to remind us that very much so the lung gather the qi and permeates and work and mix with spleen earth. That it is really in some ways a point that directly connect to the spleen zhang organ, and、uh, so this name is a very interesting name. Not just denoting the importance of that somewhat middle and center of the body,、uh, the breathing organ, but also looking at spleen, the connection with the spleen organ. Very good. And just to expound on that, there is also a clear relationship in its location to the spleen channel because、uh, lung one is directly superior to spleen twenty on the channel, and it is also considered an intersection. Point for the lung and the spleen channel. In terms of its location, I try to locate this one clinically by visually recognizing the junction of the lateral end of the clavicle and the anterior deltoid muscle. These are easy to、uh, visualize. I then palpate directly inferior to this junction to find lung two. Um, palpating further inferiorly to recognize the upper border of the lateral pectoralis major, and finding then lung one in this first intercostal space.、Uh, do you want to say something about the actions of the points, Dal? Well,、uh, we will of course get to the lung two point、um, in a moment.、Uh, this is a How how do we is a very I would imagine this is, would be a very tender point、um, when we locating it. How much pressure do you think we should press on this point? Well,、uh, in locating this, I, I I put a mild to moderate、uh, amount of pressure on the point, trying to distinguish、uh, tenderness but not、uh, excessively through、um, a painful spot. Okay. Yeah, and I also know this is a move a norm point of the lung channel.、Uh, as we talked about earlier, it is an intersecting point of the lung in the spleen channel. Therefore, I believe that this point is not only a very good point to regulate the qi function of the lung channel, but it also has very important element in the sense of tonification of the spleen organ. So as we know, in the actions of this、uh, point, it's、uh, this point is mainly used to activate the lung function of how it dominates qi and controlling、um, respirations, and is a very good point to disperse any kind of qi stagnation 
in the upper jaw, in the lung area, uh, especially, especially. Yes, uh, that's why it's used to treat uh, dyspnea, shortness of breath, wheezing, acute and uh, chronic recurrent cases of asthma. It's also specific for chest pain, especially as it reaches the lateral aspect of the outside part of the chest, uh, and uh, especially when the chest pain is related to a lung disharmony. Do you uh, use this point for other lung-specific symptoms uh, like cough or uh, relating to uh, other lung disharmonies, even conditions of the nose? Well, I do use lung um, lung one point quite a bit in a younger population. I do find that as one ages, when they lose a lot of the lung muscles, especially when you have an older um, older man, uh, and when they are very emaciated, very skinning. I tends to be more afraid of needling that point too deeply. So I tends to try not to use that point, especially in those circumstances. But nevertheless, I do use it to tonify lung qi uh, when a lung qi weakness um, is at hand. And how about in cases of acute asthma? The acute asthma, I tend to go to the C cleft point, which we're going to talk about it today in mm-hmm. lung six. I think I, I would use that point more and also depends on the cause of asthma. If, as you know, if there is a very strong lung heat situation, I think the lung five is a, definitely a, a choice point I understand. compared to lung one. I see lung one since it's a move point and it directly regulates the lung. I see it as to me a more, um, a tonification point for me mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. So I can see that we also use this in moxibustion. And I would say that the needling um, methodology is really obliquely laterally and, uh, and depends on each individual. But to be on a safe side, personally, I would use 0.3 to 0.5 chun. There are some textbooks that talk about 0.5 to 0.7 chun. Uh, I rarely go beyond uh, 0.5 chun um, just uh, to prevent any kind of possibility of a pneumothorax. Mm-hmm. I understand. There's one exception where I'll go um, uh, deeper, but of course I'm directing it differently. I'm directing it into the deltoid muscle from the point itself by when I'm treating problems of the long channel, such as uh, uh, pain in the thumb. I found a point to be quite useful in relieving thumb pain, which is of course re- related to the long trajectory as the last or most distal part of the long channel. But in that case, I'll needle long one from the point uh, which we defined above to uh, the deltoid muscle into the, so so to speak, the long channel as it traverses into the upper extremity. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, I haven't heard too much about how that has been used for the, um, uh, the joint pain, but I do know that there is, um, this point has been used for uh, both just a general chi deficiency when you have both lung and spleen chi deficiency with poor appetite and diarrhea symptoms uh, involved. Uh, I've seen that used clinically. Mm-hmm. 
Um, just uh, for one more question I have on you. When, when I'm thinking of your depth, uh, do you try to achieve the chi sensation on this point? And if so, how do you do it? Is there a specific method you prefer to use? Well, I, I try to avoid thrusting uh, always. So a lot of times I get qi, de qi really early and really quickly mm-hmm. um, at about 0.3 to 0.5 turn. I think at 0.3 turn, I already mm-hmm. can get the qi uh, from the patient without much manipulation. Again, I am more conservative uh, in treating uh, patients in the lung area uh, mm-hmm. just because of... Uh, you know, a lot of precaution we have learned clinically uh, of uh, prevention of pneumothorax. And you know, you also know that pneumothorax can occur even when you don't actually puncture the lung. Um, Collapse of lung can occur when uh, the lung, uh, when the patient's weak, sensitive. So I usually take that into consideration also when I need at this point. But don't, don't let me stop you using from this point because I do use this point quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. extensively. I'm not shy of using this point. I'm just very careful when I use this point. Of course, of course. Very good. Well, yeah, good. Thank you. And let's go to lung two. Um, and, uh, you know, lung two is uh, yunmen. Uh, yunmen, uh, yun means cloud and men means gate. And here, cloud really means the chi of the meridian. And while the gate means the door where the meridian chi leaves from. So a lot of time we say that cloud is kind of like the chi of heaven. And chi of heaven connects to the lung. So this is the point of hand tying lung meridian. And the lung chi is likely like the cloud. And this point is like the gate where the lung chi sends out from the organ sends out from the trunk uh, and sending this energy into the upper extremity. That's why this name of women called the gate of cloud. And that's at least what we have uh, gotten this from, from the Su Wen, uh, one of the chapters in Su Wen. Uh, as far as its location, I'm finding this point uh, directly uh, at that lateral end, lateral end of the clavicle, and at the junction of that lateral end and the anterior deltoid muscle. So I'm visualizing and palpating it, and then locating the point directly underneath that junction. Uh, looking for and palpating the deeper anatomy for the coracoid process and the pectoralis minor muscle. Yeah, I agree. And this is uh, very similar to the lung one, very similar location, straight up and down here. And and uh, um, I, um, I, I would use very similarly as the lung one function, except personally, I use lung one as more of a tonification point while lung two, I use it for more purging and more sedation point. Um, and if you look at in the textbook, and especially some of the ancient texts, the f- action of this point is to disperse lung, stop cough, dissolve phlegm, and dissipate knots. And interesting enough, since this is kind of like the gate of the cloud, it, it, it gate to the four extremity, it, it, it actually can use to purge heat of the four extremities. 
So for feverish conditions where the extremities has a lot of heat, we can also use it in those uh, kind of uh, situations. One of the indications you have also talked about to me before is that this is used as a local point by shoulder pain with limited mobility. And I've used it more for this channel indications than for lung-specific conditions for problems related to pectoralis minor and mobility. And, you know, as sometimes I also use, um, I just recently have a case where a patient just had a pancreatic tumor removed. And uh, she had um, a diaphragmatic infarct, and she has a lot of referred uh, neu- neuropathy and neuralgia that goes up to her left shoulder. And I have used this lung two-point on her and have found it effective in helping this kind of chi reversal type of pain. And that was uh, pretty helpful. So I thought I want to share with you. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Could you talk about some of the other point combinations that you might use with lung two? Well, let me ask you what what kind of combination do you usually use? Do you <clears throat> combine with other points? Uh, that uh, I mean, I have one. I can say for the extremely fe- extremity fever. Uh, when you have feverish extremities, I would uh, combine with large intestine fifteen or bladder 40, um, or gallbladder 39. Uh, this is not, this is actually very classic. This is from the Suwin chapter 61, uh, for the four extremity fevers. And the needling technique, uh, do you also needle it, uh, perpendicularly or oblique, uh, laterally? Yeah, I do it laterally. I, I think that's safe. Um, I try not to do it perpendicularly. Uh, if I do, regardless, I usually stay with about 0.3 to 0.5 trend. There's some books that will tell you you can need a 0.5 to 0.8 trend. I just like to err on the conservative side, so I usually do a 0.3 to 0.5 trend. And by the way, you know, we can max that on this point. Uh, mm-hmm. for especially for um, a situation of a cold condition. Are you ready to talk about lung three? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> lung three is uh, Tianhu. Uh, this is another palace, another resident. Um, is called, if you translate directly, is the heavenly resident, uh, celestial storehouse or uh, celestial uh, mansion. Basically, this is the first point where the lung chi now have exited from the body, the trunk of a body now is going into the upper arm region. And this is the first stop point uh, of the the point that's uh, going downward, sending the, uh, the energy of the lung channel downward throughout the rest of the uh, lung, lung channel. So it's a very important very important decisive point. So that's why we call this the heavenly resident. I see. Well, I'm locating this more in the uh, contemporary way by uh, looking at the biceps brachii muscle and staying on the lateral side of it and subdividing uh, the upper arm into uh, units of three, if we take the anterior axillary fold and the cubital crease at the elbow, 
S9 sun that I'm finding three arm, three sun distal to the lower board of the anterior axillary fold and trying to needle this point perpendicularly anterior to the humerus or at least in that direction. So that's where I'm defining the lung meridian line at that level. Uh, looking into when I'm needling actually or achieving or arriving into a muscle like the brachialis muscle, muscle, brachialis muscle below or deep to the biceps brachii. That's wonderful. Um, and as uh, action goes, um, this point has been used to improve the flow of energy between the head, the trunk, um, to the arm as well as to the rest of the body. We have known this point can be used for goiter, uh, swelling in the neck. Uh, it can be used for a lung-related spirit disharmony, emotional disharmony, such as sadness and depressions. It can be also used for stress-induced asthma, poor memory, um, mental fog, um, melancholy and even delirial, the delirium talk, I think it can also be used for that. And uh, there is also a mention that you can be used, you can also use this point for liver invading the lung uh, pathologies. Generally, though, I think uh, we can use this for a lot of heat-related issue, whether it's excess type or a deficient in with a heat rising. Um, and uh, that's at least uh, overview of what the action of this point is. Um, if I can add just one other indication for um, uh, the use of treating the channel again, I'm differentiating very clearly between uh, organ pattern uh, treatment or differentiation treatment and pa and channel. Um, I um, use the image of the upper arm uh, basically representing the spinal column and at the level of lung three, also getting between lung three and lung four is roughly around the uh, zone, so to speak, for lumbar three, because the lung channel has the ability to treat bladder channel problems, I use this point sometimes for low back pain at the level of L3. So that's a, a channel-specific energetic rather than an organ-specific function. Do you think that's, um, do you see that as a, like a microsystem type of treatment that you are, like, you know, some people treat the, the arm and the hands, as you know, they are definite lower back point, pain points on the hand. Do you, are you seeing the use in that light? Uh, the discussion might take us a little too far away, but briefly, I think we can start with a, a couple of uh, models, one being the model uh, presented for the second uh, metacarpal bone or expanding it to uh, long bones throughout the body where we can see a uh, uh, representative uh, um, bodily figures or homunculi, including structures like the, the spine. So we could take the upper extremity and, and make an argument that uh, 
uh, with one image rather than going through all the possible ones that we do have a possible image of uh, the shoulder representing the uh, sacrum and uh, lumbar five region and the elbow representing lumbar two region, just staying at that upper arm, then the middle of the upper arm or between lung three and lung four area would be the area around l- l- lumbar three. So I'll refer to it as a reflex zone or an image right now. And maybe at another time we can discuss that thoroughly. That's excellent. And and the way I would needle this point is most of time, since it's, it's on the margin of the biceps brachii, uh, uh, usually the needling is perpendicular about 0.5 to 1 uh, chun here. And we can uh, also use the moxa um, in uh, more cold uh, conditions, more cold conditions. All right, let's get into lung four, xia bai. Xia bai is a very interesting point. Personally, I, at the very beginning when I was studying acupuncture, I had a hard time understanding this word xia. Because Xia means hero in Chinese. And why would you need a hero in this point? And then the second word means, I means white. Now, white, it's understandable because white is the corresponding color of the lung organ. So I can see why such a word is there. And also sometimes bicep area, you know, there's some skin difference between white and dark skin, so uh, I can see why that color is there. So I, I went into the text and I really look at it closely and I realized yeah, this actually have two meanings. Xia, the first meaning can mean force. Uh, while white is the corresponding color of the lung organ, this really means that the force of lung energy is exhibited through this point or the biceps. And the second meaning is transformation, where that this point is where qi and blood and other materials are transformed, where um, the clear and the turbid separates. And this point takes the cloud that we were looking at lung two, transmitted from lung three, and transform into raindrop downward to the ground. I thought that was very poetic. And, uh, and that is actually a description from the ancient text of the naming of this uh, point. And uh, so... Well, I, I think mainly with that very interesting description, which I, of course, did not know of, I might consider using this point more. No, I haven't uh, uh, understood the meaning of the name up to this point. Okay, so in terms of uh, the practical location of this point, it's it's one zone uh, below the lung three point, uh, which makes it five zone above the elbow, and so one would uh, divide the nine zone measurement again as we did with lung three to come to the proportional measurement of uh, five zone above the elbow. Um, again. Uh, in terms of its use, Dow, I, I would like you, if you don't mind, to, to expound on the actions, as it's not been a point that I've focused on much over the years. Yeah, before I, before we get into that, I just want to make sure our audience know it's a, to locate this point, it's a pretty obvious you want to either do a sitting or in a supine position. Um, 
And uh, sometimes if you uh, lie on the stomach and if you turn the arms uh, laterally, a lot of times you not be able to get to this point accurately. But yes, the action of this point is very interesting. Um, it's um, it's uh, used to disperse lung qi, to regulate lung qi, and uh, to open up the chest. So I'm thinking that when you talk about disperse and regulate, I'm thinking about disperse in the sense of the lung organ and regulate in the sense of the lung channel. Uh, that's how I see it in these two descriptions. So open up, clear up the chest, clear up and descend lung turbidity. So it's very good for phlegm and cough. Um, interesting enough, also use as a point to moisten the spleen for any kind of spleen uh, uh, dampness, actually. Um, eliminate uh, dampness, uh, phlegmed. Uh, congestions and also harmonize the stomach. That's the action that I see for this point. Uh, just to, again, this is a point that I haven't used, but what you you have for indications of cough and shortness of breath, uh, dry, uh, chest fullness, dry vomiting and restlessness, uh, heart pain, palpitations, uh, sore throat. Those are lung specific symptoms as well. And as well as the skin condition of uh, vitiligo or vitiligo and, or an urticaria. So, um, besides treating those pathologies or symptoms related to pathology or organs or pathogenic factors affecting the skin, you also can use the point as a local point, uh, as a, point for pain on the medial aspect of the upper arm. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, as I was going through the research of this, uh, this point, it was what, what was very interesting to me was the ability for this point to treat vitiligo as well as urticaria for these two skin conditions. And so I went back and look at some of the textbooks and then uh, I found that it was actually uh, has been presented in uh, two separate um, uh, classics on, uh, on, on, for the first one, use for vitiligo, usually they combine uh, this point with Tianhu. So basically, lung three and lung four, you use it together. Okay. Um, and then uh, for the urticaria, uh, you can use it with a combination of Baihui, which is your Du 20. Uh, Feng Fu, uh, which uh, uh, is your do 16, uh, treats as your large test 11, and stomach 36, and Yin Yin Chen spleen 6, I mean spleen 9, and then San Yin Jiao spleen 6 combination. So I saw that in the, um, uh, the experiential treatment uh, of uh, pediatric acupuncture. So those are two that, that, that's where it came off on. It was very interesting, I thought. That's very interesting. That you may do want you, to know. You, I, I should mention for those who are not aware of vitiligo, what that is, it's a depigmentation skin disorder. So you get little white patches or relative to the color of the skin, whiter, uh, uh, depigmented, de uh, skin lesions. Do you think maybe there's a connection between the name of the point, the white in the name of the point, and the skin condition vitiligo? I think so. That was a very good observation. I think that uh, has 
has some validity to it. But he also talked about purple vitiligo. Have you ever seen a purple vitiligo? Uh, no, that's not. actually what the, the textbook has actually mentioned. Uh, I so, haven't. I haven't. I've seen many cases of vitiligo, but I haven't seen a purple one. Yeah, that's that's. There's a discussion in the uh, this classical Xunjin Kao Xue Pian. They discuss about using lung three and lung four for uh, for this uh, particular condition. Um, and as in the needling technique, uh, I, I you know we can when there's a cold condition we can needle at first to bleed, and then we can tonify by moxa. And if there's a heat. We can just needle directly with the sedation technique. Um, and we can needle 0.5 to 1 chun, uh perpendicularly. Good. Um, well, let's look at lung 5. Lung 5. Wow. Lung 5 is an amazing point. I think uh, I can speak for you and I. I think we use this point quite a bit in our clinical practice. That's, that's true. Yeah. Tzu-tze, tzu-tze, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely... A beautiful name, uh, means, uh, bend. Uh, basically it denotes to the elbow. Tzu means a foot. It's a foot bend. A foot means the measurement. Uh, and so it means a pond or a body of water. Uh, basically this is where that the channels, uh, going through the bend of the elbow and where there is a collection of chi in this uh, area. I would say this collection of chi is more on the surface and it's not as deep compared to say C cloth point later mm-hmm. on we'll discuss. Uh, but what do you think? Well, uh, again, it, uh, first I'll reiterate that it is one of the more commonly used points that a favorite point of mine maybe. Um, the uh, location of it next to the biceps tendon uh, in in a rather a depression which is often uh, palpable as deep um, is a characteristic of the point. So uh, the long five point is located just on the cubital crease next to that tendon. And I tend to needle very close to that tendon for most conditions. And if I needle close to the tendon, the needle will not go very deep. So that's how I would approach that uh, location. Now, I'm presuming is lateral to the tendon, right? Yes, yes, it's lateral to the tendon. Very close, but lateral to the tendon. Yeah, and I think the action is pretty straightforward here. Um, but before I go into action, uh, isn't this a specialty point of uh, the lung channel? There's quite a few specialty points. Would you want to talk a little bit about that for us? Do you mean the characteristics of the point, like it's a ha-si point of the lung channel, a water point, sedation point? Is that what you mean? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. C point is. um, Yeah. Yeah. And and what does it mean by water point of the lung channel? Well, you know, there's different images that can be used, of course, uh, depending on the, the model behind the image based upon, for example, the 5N model. The water image can be used as a, a quality to uh, treat uh, uh, heat conditions, for example, the lung. That would be one approach to, say, putting water, uh, using water to put out a fire. So sometimes... Uh, the orientation of the water point means using it to treat heat in the lung. 
Um, did you have any other meanings behind water point in mind? No, I, I, I think I, I think I would agree with you, and I also agree with you that this is the main sustaining point of the lung channel. Yes, and uh, so in in the sense of action, this uh, really is uh, activates the lung, and and especially in the dispersing, the descending function. Uh, it really stimulates the lung to dominate qi and controlling respiration. It's very good in get rid of lung qi. I think I use almost any time when you have a lung qi issue, especially lung qi cough. I, I use this uh, point quite a bit, so it does yeah. remove the heat in the lung. What, what other indication would you would you use it for? Well, I'll point out the cough to any type of excess cough with heat, especially, but a strong cough, basically. Uh, also, a cough if there's any blood in the sputum or blood tinged sputum would be appropriate. A cough that causes chest pain would be another indication. Of course, then other combinations are emphasized for those different. Uh, uh, indications, even with a strong difficulty in breathing, I'm emphasizing the strong because it's a, a point for an excess dyspnea, excess condition with asthma. Yeah, so that's those are some of the straight off indications that I would use related to the lung and lung five. And I agree with you. I think that um, especially I want to focus on cough with blood. Now, if if there's a cough with some tinges in the blood. Um, not for, say, bleeding or excessive amount of blood, I would use this point. Um, but if we start to get into an emergency situation where the coughing is all blood, uh, I would use more the C-cleft point, which we'll discuss uh, a little bit yes, later. Yes, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, good. I, I wanted to mention a couple of uh, um, unique uh applications for lung five just because i found them to be clinically very relevant uh, first of all again focusing on uh, a point on the lung channel for the meridian or channel and channel pathology i really like to use lung five for medial knee pain especially around the area of the pes anserinus that's on the medial side of the knee again and that's a relationship through with the foot and hand tie-in. The long hand tie-in treats the spleen tie-in. I'll mention that because I find it to be very effective in uh, addressing painful patterns of the medial knee. The other indication for long five for me is it's one of my very reliable um, points for a specific type of low back pain, a back pain usually around the level of L2 or lumbar region 2, but very specific to a problem of uh, the muscle quadratus lumborum, a very common cause of low back pain. And a third uh, point that I, I, is relatively new for me, I had the pleasure uh, to visit a course from Dr. Wong, uh, Ju Yi, I may not be pronouncing the name properly, uh, a, a genius of a man, a, a professor of Chinese medicine with more than 50 years experience, probably 55 plus by now, who um, wrote a book on channel theory and so forth. But uh, one of the 
comments that he made that I was able then to use later in the clinic was the use of lung 5 and spleen 9, both Tai-Yin channel points for regulating qi in general, especially when stress is the problem. Now, that orientation usually is one I focus, uh, I've up to that point, focused on the liver, but I find clinically this combination to be very effective in uh, moving qi stagnation secondary to uh, stress. And uh, so I use that frequently. That's very interesting. And um, now your own personal experience, I know you treat a lot of these conditions. For example, in what situation, and I know that you're talking about the lower back pain in the L2 level, is there a specific one you would use for, uh, for with this point? Is it an acute type or is it a chronic type? How do you how do you know that that would be the point you would use for this particular? Very good pain? question. Basically, differentiating according to the entire pattern, acute pain, uh, often the most excruciating type of muscular pain, where the patient says, for example, I I had to crawl on my hands and knees to to get to the bathroom because the pain was so bad or I couldn't extend my back after differentiating through palpation and a type of orthopedic examination uh, and identifying this muscle, this point usually can make a real significant difference combined with movement, usually the one point, lung five, and movement of the low back. Uh, it's, however, is very important and useful to use in a case of chronic recurrent low back pain, especially with the, the key indicator the feeling that there's a weakness in the back, a weakness in the low back area. And if the patient were to present with that, I would still need a lung five and have the patient move their low back. Uh, if there was any pain, I would expect pain relief, but I would also do it even if it was just a question of muscle weakness and to follow up with uh, local needling if necessary, as well as other uh, local and distal points. But the lung five point has been very useful for treating acute and chronic low back pain due to that pathology that's uh excellent thank you um that's a great insight um and how about the knee pain um you uh, earlier mm -hmm. was talking about you also use this point for the medial uh yeah. perspective medial aspects of a knee pain in what situation yeah. would you use this point say, compared to other points or local points of the knee? Well, usually uh, the, the use by medial knee pain would be uh, precipitated by an exam uh, where I could identify the problem on the medial knee, not just through palpation, just through testing the function and recognize dysfunction. Basically, uh, translating a spleen channel problem, although this point through channel cloud three can also treat a liver channel pathology of the knee, as well as a bladder channel pathology of the knee. But I'm finding it most effective by medial knee pain, as if it were a spleen channel. So uh, it would be acute pain or chronic recurrent pain where the patient had knee pain as he presented in the clinic. I would needle the point and move the knee, uh, if, if at all practically possible, having the patient walk uh, walk around with the knee pain and or if it wasn't possible for whatever the reason might be the patient would lie on their back I'd needle the elbow then I would passively move their knee or I would engage them in uh, a combination of movements with that knee so that we can see through if, if by flex, flexing and extending the knee that the pain uh, improves. And uh, this point is normally <clears throat> needled perpendicularly 
about 0.5 to uh, 1 chun. And uh, there are some clinicians do not like to use point for moxibustion. Uh, they believe because this is a heat purging point with moxa may not work as well. But my professor in Nanjing actually did exactly that. She would actually moxa this point oh, for any kind of lung coldness. Yes. And she had found out to be, find out to be very satisfactory. I thought that's a, a very interesting take on this yeah, point. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, even though, you know, you and I know that in the textbook, it's always been told not to mox out this point, uh, always not. Mm. In fact, we bleed this point um, sometimes yes. uh, for excessive heat. Yes, bleeding the vein in the area of the point. Um, there is one point I wanted to make to um, precautions, I'll call it here, and that is uh, if this needle is punctured deeply, it may on occasion reach the, a branch of the radial nerve and there may be a radiating sensation down to uh, the, the hand, to the thumb uh, area or the index finger area. Uh, usually not long-lasting, but uh, one needs to be cautious about deep penetration for reasons of not uh, avoiding irritation of the radial nerve. I agree. I agree. And uh, let us uh, jump into lung six. Yes. Uh, if you're ready, Kong Zui. Yes. Kong uh, Zui, in Chinese, Kong means uh, holes. Zui uh, means many or most. Uh, since uh, this is a C-cleft point of the lung channel uh, where the qi gathers very strongly and deeply. Um, so, And also, this is one of the meaning. And the other meaning is interesting, again, a tie-in to, to the spleen channel. This point actually allows the energy from the qi from the lung channel to permeate through these holes and is known that this the 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 chi the channel chi that flows from lung five that goes through this point would permeate through these little holes to go moisten the spleen. Um, so is considered a very good point to reach the spleen, especially when there is a spleen dryness condition. Spleen dryness condition. You got anything to add to that? Well, it's a, a very interesting uh, aspect, of course. Uh, um, a point located in a relatively clear depression, based upon the muscles, muscle structure, fits its uh, orientation as a sheet cleft point, or a point where there's often a little uh, depth in the meridian, so to speak, seven zone above the, the wrist. Um, I've used it also for acute coughs, but I haven't approached it for the spleen at this point. That's a good comment. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, in the action, this is very, very similar to lung five, where it's used to clear heat, um, but it has a stronger acute function orientation for stop yes. bleeding. Yes. It can use to moisten lung and regulate qi. Uh, I can see that this is uh, very good, especially when there's febrile diseases, when we really need to clear some of the strong, strong heat uh, situations. Um, and 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 what what uh, what would you use it clinically for? Uh, 
I, I think, uh, as you mentioned, a, a strong acute cough, uh, and if there's a, certainly any bleeding or blood in the sputum, a strong cough or a lot of blood, uh, that's been my main approach to using the point. Yeah, I want to add on to that. It's also mm-hmm. used for a lot of infections, um, sure. a lot of uh, heat-oriented infections, such as fever, headache, bronchitis, pulmonary TB, pneumonia, tonsillitis. Uh, and I just want to add on one thing. Interestingly, it's also used for hemorrhoids. Yes, yes. And uh, um, I thought that was very, very interesting. Uh, that is used for hemorrhoids. For heat type hemorrhoids, do you think, or excess heat type, damp heat type, or? Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, for heat type hemorrhoids. Um, Maybe with bleeding. Yeah, yeah. I think you got to combine it. I would imagine you would combine points such as bladder fifty-seven, Chen Sang. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a really good combination uh, for hemorrhoids. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Good. So the the point uh, would you needle it more than one sun deep, or would you need it also uh, five zero point five to one sun deep? I think this point, personally, I think we can needle a little deeper, point five to one sun, mm-hmm. and all really depends on the patient. Some people are very muscular, so yes. I can imagine we uh, go a little bit deeper. But normally it's about 0.5 to 1 chun and it's perpendicular. And you can also do it with moxa. Yes. Um, is that how you needle it uh, in yeah, your situation? Yes. Usually okay. I'll go a little deeper on this if necessary, as you described it well, based upon the specific anatomy of the patient. Uh, I haven't used moxa on this point. You know, very interestingly, I know that this point combined with lung uh, 11, Sao Sang point, I know that is used for sore throat. I wonder if maybe we should try moxa. Because I have a feeling moxa sometimes, you know, in situations like heating the point up, but sometimes I wonder it actually draws the heat out. Mm -hmm. I I also, uh, uh, again, that's one of my professors love to do everything contradictory. (laughs) <laughs> drives drives me nuts because yeah. then just like the textbook, you just might as well throw out the textbook. But uh, um, but I do know that needling this point with Sao Sang uh, Lung 11 can be used for sore throat. Thank you, Dr. Gao. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points. And we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health. 